What's up, y'all? This your girl, Big Sis the Asia, and you are tuned in to Kitty Pink Radio, and this is Locked and Loaded, and you better not touch that dial because you know you can't fool me. What's up? What's up, y'all? We in here. Uh, big sis, big sis around the counter somewhere. How y'all doing today? What's up, nieces and nephews? It's another Tuesday. It's another 6 p.m. Y'all know what it is. It is another episode of Locked and Loaded. Shout out to the Lock Lock Gang. Shout out to Jazz. She's singing the. She's singing the. Um. She's singing the intro. In the comments, shout out, Jazz. Um, if y'all tune in with us, <clears throat> if y'all tune with tuned in with us, make sure that you're liking, make sure that you're sharing. What's up, Big Sis D? What up, Kitty Kitty? Auntie Kitty, how is it going, honey? Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> I like yes, it when wow. y'all ain't looking at my expressions because, um. I, I can just be a voice. I'm going to let y'all hear my voice on today. I'm going to give y'all a little radio experience. The truth of the matter is, is your girl is looking real bad right now. And I'm not even finna do the cameras like that. We're going to keep it cute. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we don't want to end up turning into a meme, you know. No means. Oh my goodness. Ooh. You know what though? I wouldn't even be mad. You want to know something very beautiful though? I yeah. want to share with you. Did you mm-hmm. know that Tim Bay is following us on Instagram? I don't even know who that is, honey. Tim Bay, he's the one to be. Um, oh my god, I'm gonna have to put some of his videos up here just just so you can know who Tim Bay is. Don't okay. Don't, don't do that. Say you know it. Child, you shouldn't ask me when we got one live. You should have asked him. I, girl, Say. I know who that is. You should have asked me before there we went go. live and you hit play. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love my nigga. (laughs) (laughs) But what's up, y'all? Thank y'all for joining me, uh, joining us. I'm sorry. Um, Today, uh, as I was, did I tell these people that down in the comments, if you want to join us live, if you want to join the um, conversation live, hey, click on that, uh, click on that link that I got down there in the um, comments. Today's topic is bisexual. Mm-hmm. Bisexual. Yes, indeed, honey. I know y'all, y'all, y'all out there all kinky and stuff. I, all, we we got the most views we done had in a long time when we first go live. All the look at look at all the freaks, look at all the freaks in the building. How y'all doing? All right now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. If you like it, what you're saying, hit my inbox up later too. You know, we gotta have a little fun. Buy you a ticket. Buy you a ticket. But yeah, tonight's show we'll be talking about bisexual. Um, and. To give you a highlight of what this is going to be, uh, usually um, heterosexual men's biggest dream is like two women being with each other and everything. And two women being with each other is actually celebrated. But how about our counterparts? So we're going to delve into some things of about bisexuality and um, how our counterparts are viewed when they're actually bisexual. And to kick this off, Kitty, I've heard people say that men actually can't be bisexual, but a woman can be bisexual. Have you heard that yeah, before? I've heard that a lot. That's actually um, the first thing most men say. Like, men can a man can't be bisexual. You automatically, you know, you automatically gay if you mess around with a man. You have an experience, or you know, mm-hmm. if you like that. But you know, I read something interesting as I was doing my research. I know I think I'm a professor, goddamn me. But in some of my research, I was reading up on it and it said that the mind, the mind is masculine. Anyway, you're going to be masculine physically. That means all of us going to be masculine. But when it comes to sex, sexual, sh- sexual ish is feminine. What what I read what are you reading? <laughs> I read that. I read that. Them people over there said, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna post it in the comments when we get off of here. I should have took that down, but I read that. Yes, ma'am. I read that we operate ma- in masculinity, but when it comes to sex, we operate in our feminine sense. See, Jazz says she just read that too. Jazz prove that to your cousin because she think I'm over here big line. <laughs> Listen, y'all gonna have to give me a bibliography and 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 everything in MLA format. I, I'm gonna need I'm, I'm gonna need this broken down to me. Y'all gonna have to give me some flashcards or something. We can do that. PowerPoint presentation. We can do that. But okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna back you with a comment that you made in one of our shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did this topic elsewhere before. Mm-hmm. We just yeah. brought it over here. And when we were in that discussion, you said that if a man wanted to be paid, we're going to get nasty. We're going to get dirty. Y'all make sure them kids out the way. I ain't saying we're going to be vulgar as hell, but it's it's, it's going to get real up in here. But you said that a man asking to be paid was not gay. It's not. That would back up what I just stated. What you just said, you read. 
Yeah, that would back that up. Cause that's that's saying that we all think we all see being penetrated as a physical uh, as a a female thing that only a woman can be mm-hmm. penetrated. Men should not be being being penetrated. But when we held that discussion, that was one of the statements you made. And in a ways, that statement backs up what me and Jazz both said we read. Oh, okay. Okay. But but the thing is, it's not. And um it is it's so crazy that um women are allowed to be fluid. But men aren't really allowed to be fluid. And the thing is, is that it's not so much as like two women being together is celebrated. It's only if they're bisexual, like heterosexual men tend to take issue with lesbians as well. If it's a thing where the guy can kind of like get in, a a heterosexual male can kind of get in on the fun, then he's okay with two women interacting Mm -hmm. with each other. But when it comes to men, it becomes an issue. And, you know, everybody think it's real sexy for women to explore each other and everything. But when it comes to to men, people think that it's actually gross. And a lot of women who are heterosexual won't date a guy that Mm -hmm. is bisexual. Um, Let me ask you this, Kitty. Would you date a guy that was bisexual? You remember you asked me this question, and you ch- you I ain't gonna say you changed my pre- my my perception, but you made me think. Yeah, about but we I, we didn't I have changed. the conversation here, no, so I know that. Yeah, so but they didn't they didn't hear the answer. What I'm saying is, is that answer may have changed. Let me talk. Okay, that answer may have changed at that time when you asked me that. I was like, hell no, uh uh. And then when you explained it, and I went to thinking about it, and I went to doing my research. I can't say what I would do without me being in that position. I've never had to be in that position. But if it was someone that I love and that someone was going to make me happy, I mean, I'd probably have to evaluate that choice. Okay. Do you um actually, I feel like a lot of people look at a man being gay or bisexual as him being weak or feminine and actually there are a lot of masculine men who are gay and who are bisexual as well uh i don't think whether or not you're feminine or masculine has anything to really do with your sexuality because you have a lot of women that act out of their masculinity um you have a lot of masculine women out here and you have a lot of feminine men out here that are heterosexual um, I think a lot of women who won't date a man who is bisexual, they kind of look at the um, maybe the transmission of different diseases and things like that. But you can get diseases from heterosexual people. Exactly. Um, and I, I also think that it's one of these things where people feel as though they don't want to. They, they feel like they can't compete. They feel like, OK, if this person likes if this man likes men, then how can I compete with that as a woman? Because I don't have a tool. And I think that comes with people not understanding what like bisexuality really is. It's not greed or anything. It's not one of those things where it's like people who are well-developed adults feel as if though they can just have both, both worlds at all times. It doesn't work like that. Bisexual people definitely can be a monogamous if that's what the two people in a relationship choose to be so 
if someone who is bisexual decides that they want to be with either one of the sexes is because they're more so into the person versus what they have in between their legs. So they're not really focusing on the genitalia. And I think that's the reason why a lot of women have issue with it because of the of, of those different challenges. Right. I can feel it. I definitely feel it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Dad said, would you evaluate the choice before or after you realize that you love them? Um, I, I mean, I, me personally, I probably say I'm, I... I don't know. I can't say that. I, I can't even answer it. I don't know. I, I honestly have to be in those shoes to really just, you know, be able to answer that. Because you never can say never. You really can't. People say that and a lot mm-hmm. of people, that's a cliche. You know, they think that's just something you say, but you you never can say never. It, it depends on if that person fulfills me and like there be other com- further conversation about like, is this something that you're still exploring? Is and you know, if it was an experience, I can get over that, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that you're still exploring and you still haven't figured out you, I would have to pass because you know, I just, you know, I don't know. So you think bisexuality is something that you explore, or is just a, a state of I, being? It's just who you are. I think if it's something that you that makes you feel good. And you, <laughs> I think you, mm. well, no, I will girl. say this as you gather your thoughts. Um, I will say this, that it actually just the ideal for someone to be, you know, open to that, like a guy to be open to that or whatever. Honestly, that's a turn on for me. Like I wouldn't, I absolutely wouldn't have a problem with a guy that's bisexual at all. It wouldn't bother me one bit. Um, Because of, here's the thing, if we decide to be together, then we have to determine how we will want our relationship to be, our relationship to be set up, right? Mm -hmm. If a person is going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you regardless. And it's a lot of women that are in relationships with men unknowingly, with men who are actually with other men already you'll be very surprised um so a lot of times these men are stepping out cheating and doing all of that so whether they're cheating with the woman or whether they're cheating with the man they're still cheating so cheating is cheating to me who you cheating with all of that doesn't matter to me cheating is cheating so i don't feel like a bisexual man uh can't be faithful i don't feel like if I'm with a bisexual man, he's going to want to be with a man. I also, if, if if it's one of those things where it's like he wants to be with a man or something like that, the same way if, you know, women be open to threesomes and stuff like that, like something like that, it actually wouldn't bother me because I get turned on by like two men being together. You know what I'm saying? And if not, I give me a little strap or whatever and bend them over and do make it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? So, it really don't bother me because I, I, I couldn't care less because of the simple fact I do what I do. I don't want nobody judging me for it or, you know, because to be perfectly honest with you, there are some men who actually don't like the fact that women are right. into women. 
I wanted so, to, I definitely yeah. wanted to talk about that because there there are not all men think that they're sexy. A lot of men are like that's gay too. <laughs> mm-hmm. There, you can't call that you can't call that bisexual. You just gay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that 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 is definitely um one of those topics where uh it it had people just kind of talking out of their ass. I think we later in the show we could curse a little bit, but we have people like talking, talking out the. I'm gonna say talking out the side of their neck. Let me use my word. Okay. You have people that they be talking out the side of their neck and they just be spewing out a whole lot of ignorant things that they're not sitting up thinking about it or processing it. And a lot of people feel like when you do have these type of conversations, like you're trying to force something on people. But the thing is, people are gonna do what they're gonna do anyway. And it's just to kind of like shine some light on it and look at the double standards out there. And I'm really, I'm so glad that I am not a man. And I'm definitely glad that I'm not a heterosexual man. For the simple fact, men, heterosexual men and their masculinity, it's like one of these things that is so, it's it's, it's just from the outside looking in as a woman, it seems so stressful to me to maintain because they, develop all of these different boxes and all these different rules and what's, you know, like everything about their manhood is tied to their penis, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's like, you know, it's what you're, you, you are, aren't doing. It's like, even with the passage into like coming into manhood, like the passage into manhood is see how many women you can knock down, yeah. you know, that's part of becoming a man. Then it is it, part of, you know, as you get older, make sure your penis stay. If you they're they not going to feel like a man if they penis don't be erect or whatever. It's always this thing. Everything is like tied into their penis. And so the idea for some men of uh, men being penetrated, they automatically be like, oh, OK, that's not masculine. He less than a man. Um, the manhood got stripped away and all this type of stuff. But those very same dudes, like which I don't understand, is those very same men will turn around and ask a woman to bend over and penetrate her anal cavity. And it's like, if you would do that with a woman, what's the difference? Like the only thing that I don't have that another man have is a vagina that a man has is a vagina. Me and him both have a butt, an anus. So my thing is if you will penetrate me in the butt. Then I feel like what what's the difference? You know, like it's like what's the difference? So my whole thing is it's like as long as they're doing the penetrating, they feel like that's masculine. But I feel like then they feel like they're the man as long as they're doing the penetrating. But my thing is is where you want to penetrate me at. If I'm gonna raise an eyebrow, I will raise an eyebrow to that more so than anything than a man wanting penetration because anybody with a penis could go stick something in something. But yeah. We have to look at the signs of it all. Like a man's G spot is up his rectum. So my thing is, is it's a, it's a pleasure point there. So even if it's with a woman, people be like, oh, that's gay. If a woman was to penetrate a man with maybe her finger or some type of toy or something, people want to say, oh, that's gay. How is that gay when you're when you're uh, performing an act with a woman? It's nothing about that that is gay. So it's all of these different boxes that men put themselves in. It just be throwing me off. I just I'm just glad that I'm not a heterosexual uh heterosexual men because that's just too much for me and especially <laughs> i'm gonna tell you something 
white men actually explore their their sexuality they and do. stuff like that. They explore, they be they do all of that stuff. Kind of like what girls do when they're in, in college and stuff like that, get drunk, mess around, lick on each other a little bit or whatever, and don't think nothing else of it. And they're able to like explore their sexuality where black black boys they don't they don't do all that. The difference is you're a woman. Mm -hmm. okay I think he was talking in reference to yes um, he is he said that's yeah. a major difference yeah it is a it is a major difference definitely it's definitely a difference but it's like if you're going to say if I was to penetrate this guy and say well he's gay if I penetrated him as a woman but he could turn around and penetrate me in my in my butt you're performing the act that you're calling gay, you know what I'm saying? But it just depends on who's doing a penetration. You want to decide what is and what isn't gay. And neither one of those acts are gay because this guy want a penetration or not with the woman. It's, it's, it's not, that's not gay. And it's not a problem with, I, I just don't have a problem with a man being bisexual at all. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't intimidate me. I don't have an issue with it. I actually find it sexy to be honest. It's nothing like, you know, um, Men don't usually have a problem with a bisexual woman as long as she's willing to let him participate in a threesome or whatever. Now, if she's not into and likes her woman or men separate and one-on-one, -on -one, the man might not like that exactly, especially if he's worrying about her possibly seeing a woman on the side while she's dealing with him. I personally don't care one way or the other as long as we enjoy each other when we're together. That's that's something that um it's it's really all about preference. To me, mm -hmm. my whole thing is why is it such a big conversation? Why is homosexuality such a big conversation? People need to stop saying this because that's all that's in the media, that's all that's being pushed, that's there's an agenda, the agenda, agenda. People need to stop saying that because your mind belongs to you and you should have control over your own mind, period. But I just always wonder why is it such a big conversation? So if I don't want no nobody in this room should be feeling uh, uncomfortable, speak it, speak it. All everybody's opinion is welcome. Uh, Rich said yeah. I'm happy and proud that I'm a straight heterosexual fan. <laughs> right on, brother. I, I love, love it. Go ahead. Uh, Omari said I love being a heterosexual man. It's nothing difficult about it to me, and you know like. I'm sure, of, of course, like I, it's things that we experience as a woman that a man probably will be like, like even just having our cycles, a man probably, I'm glad I ain't no woman and got it. I don't know how, right. I can't imagine how we will feel to have to, but to us, it's nothing because that's just what our bodies are designed for, you know? So yeah, we ain't thinking nothing of it. It ain't hard to us because this is what we're designed for. It's like no big deal. It's just our nature. So this is just me speaking as a woman from the outside looking in and just the like some of the some of the freedoms that we have in order to explore certain things as a woman and to kind of like be vulnerable and kind of mm -hmm. um, express certain things that I don't see that a lot of uh, heterosexual men are afforded that space to do so. And maybe that is a part of like, I am not the one to determine and to say what manhood is and what it's not and what it should be and how it how it should look. I'm not I'm not in a position to do that as a woman. I can't do anything but listen to what men say what it is, but it seems tough to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just seems tough. 
like on the outside looking in and that's probably just part of it the different codes that men have set up for themselves um you know the coming into a man and all that kind of stuff the stuff that men have set up for what manhood is and what it looks like or whatever that, that's for the men to discuss or talk about or whatever i can't step over into that territory and try to like define manhood or anything only thing i am saying is some of the different things that y'all like me and have to they worry about and they have to think about and everything is having is something everything is like definitive to their manhood or something like that. I don't I won't want that type of pressure. And I feel like some of that pressure is self-inflicted. But again, that could be part of all of what manhood is. You I don't know. But just on the outside looking in, it just seemed a little stressed. We're gonna switch it up just a little bit. It's it um mm-hmm. I pose the question. It says, do you think your partner should tell you if they've been intimate with the same sex? John, John, thank thank you for um John Taylor, thank you for tuning in, love. And he said yes. I don't think so. You know, only thing, when I go into a situation, the only thing I want to know is your um your um disease, like your your whether you got STDs, uh, what you did in the past, I don't want to hear about the, the the dude you used to mess with or the woman you used to mess with. I just want to know if you got STDs, that's it, and we could go on about our business. I don't need to know all that. But how I, you feel about it, Kitty? I think it's looked um the whole uh, the whole idea of a man being bisexual is looked upon so drastically that men don't display that. That that's that was why I posed the question because in I don't but do I you really, think he should? Do you think a man should tell you, like, regardless of how it okay? We know, like, the, it's only, look, reason the, the I think, the only reason I think he should tell me is that's still something he acting on. That's just that's just a change of respect, okay? If he's I still doing that, if he's active with it, but like I was saying earlier, an experience wouldn't even bother me, okay? If he if, oh. and I don't feel like he would, he should have to display that either, but. Women get mad when they find out stuff like that. They yeah. get mad if a man, and that's why it's look is looked down upon, and that's why everybody's like it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. It's looked at as if it's disgusting. Yeah, I think I think you know because of the stigma. Um, I say generally speaking, I I speak for myself, and just generally, I feel like maybe they should because of what you just said. How like um society looks at it and then it may be um a woman might feel like she especially if um you know she's falling in love and she end up finding out or whatever it could be embarrassing or something to her you never know how she feel about it or whatever and i feel like because of that um probably should disclose it because you don't want to rob someone of their options you always want to give them the opportunity to choose because there are some women that are not okay with being with a man or um that they know have or don't know been with another man so i feel like it is it, it probably is something that someone should say when i look at it from a general perspective but personally i don't i wouldn't I don't care. Like, if you got a disease or you don't have a disease, I don't care about all of that. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I want to see it. You know, <laughs> I want to see it. You know what I'm saying? 
I paused that question because I just watched um, a YouTube where the guy that was with Jeffree Star, you know, there was a big, there was a big thing about him having a baby mama, and you know, she went live talking about, you know, how disgusted she was and stuff like that, and he was, and that was the question that was asked, and he was saying how he don't feel like he should, and he was like, and why would we? You know, women, women, women look at that so negatively. Why would we disclose that? Well, I feel like in that particular case, he doesn't need to be with a woman if you feel like he can't be honest with a woman. If you feel like you're and, and you don't need to be with that particular woman. If you feel like you if you disclose your honest truth and you're and you walking in this situation and you being deceptive and you like holding something back just so you can have this woman and and, and gain her affection and have her to fall in love with you and you know it could possibly come out in the future. And I, you, you're being manipulative with that statement that he made. He's dead wrong because if he feel that way, then he don't have no business being with a woman. If he feel like he can't be honest and she's not going to be receptive, if he feel like she's not going to be receptive of it, then that's the woman. Either he, that's the woman that he either don't need to be dealing with women, or he needs to not deal with that particular woman. Because I'm pretty sure. He's being open with those men. Those men know that he's been he been with women, and some men don't like the fact that um a man has been with a woman before. Like certain men, even even if they like if if a bisexual man is dealing with a gay man, that gay man probably don't like the fact that he has been with a woman before. So you living this lie, you know, <laughs> even though you're expressing all this stuff, you still living the lie. It was about the same sex, not the other dude. Oh, okay. What um Amari say? You had the long thing up. I agree with the age. I don't need to know who she slept with before. As long as she's disease free, sometimes knowing the person history is drawing the mystery and shapes your perception of the person. Like you slept with that Negro Ella. See, yeah, see me, I ain't got no business going down no list and telling nobody who all I done slept with, how many people I done slept with or whatever. I never have a man if I ran off my list. I'm not finna tell her uh-uh. Baby. <laughs> Baby, I stopped counting. You hear me? I'm not. I'm not running off no list. I'm, the answer is four. I'm. A, you ask me how many is four. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna run down no list to you because I never have a man. <laughs> no, no, ma'am. We ain't running. We ain't telling nothing about no history, no past. As far as you know, I'm. I'm just here with you. I'm good. I'm making sure everything clean is tight or whatever the case may be. I got my paperwork. Here you go. All that other stuff, don't even worry about it. I don't even remember some of them niggas, so don't even ask me about them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not running off no history reports to you. I'm just not going to do it. The answer's four. <laughs> four. You don't need to know all my business. Shit. But he was, he was stating how we are referring more to men than women. I wish some men would chime in, like, there are men out there, as we said earlier, that don't really, they don't typically want to be dealing with no bisexual woman, whether she going to let them join or not. They don't like that. Yeah, they don't like that. And I think it's more so, the thing is, it's more so just highlighting the, you know, the attitude towards bisexual men anyway, you know. Right. So the thing is, is, it's a lot that comes with that. It, watching this particular guy that is very feminine um a matter of fact he's flamboyant 
Um, he's out. He's a viral sensation. He's well known and everything. Matter of fact, um, he's part of this whole thing that had blew up with the Supercent and the uh, Andrew, uh, what's the man's name? Delivered. He, um, Messy C, Messy C or whatever. You know, he's bisexual, right? And so I was watching him on Instagram and he was having a conversation with, um, I forget who he was having a conversation with, but it was another YouTuber he was having a conversation with. And they started talking about, you know, with Messy C being very flamboyant, he's, he's well known. You know, he has kids, you know, he has daughters and everything. And he was like, the guy had asked him, you know, what, what would you do if you got with a woman? And he was basically, he said, you know what, if I got with a woman and if I decided to settle down with a woman, I could be faithful to that woman and I will change the way my, my mannerism. Like I would change that up and I would switch that up because one, he's bisexual. You know what I'm saying? That's um, so he just, interesting though, like. If if you gotta change up your mannerisms, that would be meaning like you putting on an act or something. Well, you know, you have people that are actually gay that um have to that that walk around and they have to pretend and um present themselves to the world a certain type of way. Um, I feel like it's not necessarily I, I would I would I would put this out here like this, right? I don't think it's a thing where it's being fake or anything. When you would when you're with different sexes, it does cause you to have a different attitude towards it. Like like for me for instance, I'm a I I work within extremes and I have to find a balance in it. Like on one end I'm very dominant, on one end I'm very submissive. Mm-hmm. So it's a difference, you know. It's a, it's a difference. So I think that it depends on whether, like, right now, you know, he's dealing with he he deal with men or women. You know, he probably the way he act right now, and part of maybe what caused him to go viral was being flamboyant and things like that. So he's kind of like in character right now, maybe so. And so he might get with a woman, and of course you know, start, you know, changing up his mannerism and everything because he is a bisexual man. So I do see it being very possible. And I do feel like a lot of times bisexual, it's the bisexual people is not definitive or anything. It's like one of those things where you're working into those two different, you exploring your masculine and your feminine. Whereas when you're dealing with a straight person, a lot of times they have um, assumed a particular role. And they're like that in whatever relationship that they're in. Like a man, if he's a masculine man, he's going to be masculine regardless of what woman he's with. And if you have a feminine man, he's going to be feminine regardless of what woman he's with. Because mm-hmm. in heterosexual relationships, you they automatically just go ahead and assume their roles. So I think with bisexuality, you are afforded that opportunity to flip the switch a little bit. I know I it's crazy. It gets so crazy and swirly and boundary lines all blurry and shit when you come to that whole, you know, sexuality thing, whether you're feminine or masculine. I know some feminine men that aren't gay. 
Yeah, that feminine femininity and masculinity aren't sexual orientation. Those are different energies. And um, more, more often these days, women act out of their masculinity. So it's like you have more masculine women out here than masculine men half the time, which is a problem. Um, and it's not a, a shot at men. It's a problem for women. Like we really do need to work on bringing back feminine women. Um that that's a problem that we're having in our community a, a great deal like what a lot of people don't understand subconsciously when you see certain things and you see people go on certain rents and you look at the the um the backdrop of everything like you have all these men now these women these days they don't cook they don't do this they don't do this or whatever which they were key uh latchkey kids and one raised on home cooked meals anyway when they came home the mama was off at work working in all that stuff, single parent households or whatever. Well, nobody cooking, you know, full course meal and all this old kind of stuff. You my age, so you didn't grow up with your grandma, you know what I'm saying, cooking you all these home cooked meals or whatever the case may be. Only time you ate grandma food was on the holidays or the weekends is that you went you was a Christian and y'all had Sunday dinner. <laughs> but subconsciously, it's like a call for like that nurturing, like someone cooking you a meal or someone, you know, like cleaning or something like that is part of like that nurturing thing and I think subconsciously that's what they're asking for they're asking for a display of femininity from women and it's a it's it's really it's not really like that anymore you have so many you know women who are career driven and they out there they trying to get it they're doing their thing and all this old kind of stuff and it's okay to do that but also you can't let your femininity suffer as well and sometimes you have to let it go to the backside because of the simple fact in order for you to be able to maneuver in certain spaces you do have to you know like for lack of a better word man up you know what I'm saying but all at the same time if you do have to as a woman you do have to carve that space where you'll be able to express your femininity you have to have some kind of safe space for you to be able to do that because that is a, a great deal of what the world is actually lacking. To be honest, we have toxic masculinity and we also mm-hmm. have a lack of femininity. Yeah. So toxic masculinity, it ain't even got nothing to do with just a man. But men, women have toxic masculinity. You know what I'm saying? So all it's just it's just crazy. You know. So I think um, that when people look at it and they feel like sexuality is tied into um, masculinity and femininity, that's when we create all of these different problems and then the lines get real blurry because it's not that. And that's the reason why I feel like a lot of people can't have intelligent conversations about this type of stuff because while they're trying to define sexual orientation, they're also trying to define of your masculinity and femininity like different energies and everything and it's not that it's not the same thing right mm-hmm. i agree with you 100 percent. i just i really do think that that's we really just gotta stop with the whole because there was another youtube that i was watching and the young man was saying how he is a heterosexual man but like heterosexual women don't take him seriously because he's feminine mm-hmm. and I mean the brother gave he ran down some of his credentials I think he he not you know not a bad looking man but because of him being feminine 
most most heterosexual women do not take him seriously. Yeah, I've been with a feminine man before. Um, and in that experience of being with a feminine man, uh, it's one of those things where I actually don't have a problem with a I don't have a problem with a feminine man. The only thing is that it it it, it actually creates an unbalance. It's it's like creates this like a this imbalance for me. Um, as far as just kind of like getting to know or talking or whatever, I won't have a problem with it, but I don't really, I don't think I will be in a relationship again with a feminine man because there is something, there is something that I need from a man. Like the comfort of a man does not rest in a man who is feminine. The, the comfort of a man that a woman needs from a man is, is, is rested in his masculinity. Mm-hmm. So what I need as far as somebody that can balance me out or to where I'm able to be able to, because one thing about it that a a lot of women um, end up hurting from is not having safe spaces to express femininity. It is not having those safe spaces where you could feel like you could care, you could let it down and you could just be the girl. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so if you're with a feminine guy and, and you can't, that part of you, you can't really, you got to suppress that. And you got to be macho and you got to do it. I don't want to do that. I know some women, it's somebody for everybody. Some women are cool with that. I'm not cool with that. I need to have safe spaces where I can express my femininity or I'm going to crumble on the inside. So I was in a relationship like that. I don't have a problem with men like that, but I won't be with another man that's like that because it was just, some things were fun. I like dominating a man sometimes. I like the whole um, role reversals or, you know, like the different exchanges of power, whatever the case may be. I'll have a problem with that, but that's more so like a, role play type of thing that you just can't keep up on day in and day out with everything like handling business and taking care of stuff or whatever like sometimes i want to gotta be able to tell me baby i got this chill out and i ain't got i could chill and i could relax in the fact that he got that i could relax in the fact that if we're somewhere that i don't have to be the spokesperson i can just kind of you know be the little cute girl on his arm or whatever the case may be and he could handle the business and i could support him in that and i don't have to be the spokesperson and everything so I won't do that no more because I've gotten too old and I really just want to chill and I want somebody that's able to take care of himself and make sure that I'm straight I don't have time for it so this um whatever the guys of these here the little the broken wrist guys I I'm good on y'all I ain't judging y'all but um I don't want no broke wrist men no more even even if I'm with a man and he's into like pagan or whatever the case may be he still needs to be masculine i don't feel like he's feminine because he want to thumb up his ass or anything like that my thing is as far as handling business and dealing with me or whatever the case may be i need you to man i need you to when you around other men i need you to be respected around other men because i'm going to have an issue like i was with a guy like you embarrassing me you know what i'm saying like me and other men are not respecting you I can't deal with that. I just can't deal with that. Omara says, I think people are underrating the beauty of opposite genders being together. The man's masculinity meshes together with the woman's femininity. 
That's so true. And and that's so true. But men and women, men and women both house masculinity and femininity because they are both energized. Right. I feel like the thing is, is when you're dealing with sexual orientation and you're dealing with heterosexual couples, then and and, and well, even in straight couples, there are, I mean, in gay couples, believe it or not, whether you want to believe it or not, femininity femininity and masculinity reside is usually a more a one person is more dominant than the other right usually that's what it is even if you have two women that are femme, it's usually one that's more dominant than the other it's like that that still is going to balance out but the beauty of the opposite sexes meshing together and balancing each other femininity and masculinity or whatever it is definitely a beautiful thing it definitely is a beautiful thing and i and that's, that's something that I won't, um, I won't deny myself of. Like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say what I would, I, I ain't gonna say that, because then I've been unspoke something to the universe. <laughs> but I would prefer, I'll put it this way, I would definitely prefer to be in a healthy, happy, prosperous um, relationship with a man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's you nothing that's, to me. It's nothing more um beautiful. It's nothing. It, it's nothing more satisfying to me than the comfort of a man. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just nothing. Nothing to me. Somebody else, they hell, they may beg the different, especially <laughs> if their sexual orientation is different than mine. But it's just like something about like just the comfort of a man that it's it's nothing. Nothing can match it to me. I I think. If you just if you find your best friend, hey, and that's who you want to be with sexually, like do you? That's just my opinion on it. Amari says both have both energies, but masculinity is more pronounced in men naturally and the opposite. That's true. That's true. And then you know, into into piggyback on what you said about the um marrying your best friend, make sure that um another thing too because it's a little off the subject make sure if you're going to marry someone that is your best friend make sure that early on in the relationship that you did not friend zone them and make sure even if you're developing a relationship with someone that is your friend you want to establish that friendship but you also want it to be well known that um you're looking for intimacy you're looking for something romantic with that person and you're not just trying to be their buddy buddy because what ends up happening is you could get in a relationship with somebody who is your best friend and the way that they handle things once those titles start changing is totally different and you get to seeing a different person so Mm -hmm. You de- that definitely can happen. It's not always good to turn your friend into your mate, into your lover. But you definitely want that person to be your best friend. But when you're developing that relationship, all I'm saying is just to make sure you're clear on what, what where you're trying to go. Because I, I made the mistake of, you know, being in a relationship with someone that was my best friend. And once the relationship changed into something romantic, it was like I ain't like him, you know what I'm saying? Because like I liked him as a friend, but I didn't like him. It, it seemed like that was like the match made in heaven, right? It's your best friend. I ain't like him. I said. Well, when I said your best friend, I mean like shit. Me personally, I want to be with my best friend. I want to be with somebody that I can tell mm-hmm. 
my secrets to I, I want to be with somebody that I because me to me, a best friend is somebody that you can be vulnerable, vulnerable around comfortably. Don't tell them your secrets, though, kitty. I ain't telling nobody shit. Don't I tell them your secrets. Nobody, I can't tell shit to. You could tell you could tell stuff too, but don't tell them your secrets. I won't tell them. Don't tell them your secrets because people when on mad day, people be bringing stuff up, and I wish a bitch, I wish somebody would. So I won't tell them my secrets. See, that's that's my thing. I don't want to be with nobody. I can't tell my secrets to. I don't want to be with nobody. I gotta. I I don't want no type of shit where it's it's too much. You hanging on to. I don't want to be around nobody. I can't trust. I don't want to be yeah. around nobody that I I can't be vulnerable with because me my vulnerable my vulnerability lies within me trusting you. Yeah, I I definitely understand it. I definitely understand it. I just child. Yeah, we gonna work. God help it. God bless it. Y'all throw some holy water at the screen. Y'all make sure that you're following us everywhere we at. Uh, make sure you following us at Locked and Loaded on Instagram. Make sure that y'all tap over, tap into the big sis over there at Adorn Barbarian. Uh, if y'all want for all your little customized needs and stuff like that, coffee cups, shirts, whatever you need, y'all get it art by Chunk G. Y'all make sure y'all following, you know, moi at Who's Miss Kitty over there. You're gonna get you gonna get more of a um vulnerable me. I consider y'all best friends. Don't fuck that up. Come on over there, nieces and nephews, and let me humor you. And every, 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 every Friday at 9 a.m., y'all make sure y'all tuned in to at Coffee with Kitty. Y'all make sure y'all go over there and follow me. To follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Yeah. I like the fact that y'all y'all can't see my faces because I'm ugly as hell right now. Make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel and also make sure that you click that notification bell so you know when we're going live. Um I just got a brain for it. Huh? Did it stink? My roses smell like boo hoo hoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then um jazz uh, website too. Visit um jazz website www.peaceloveblack.com and then she got her um IG at art by underscore. Y'all read the screen. Y'all see it on Go on there and buy, buy you some stuff. Amari, I never was mad at you. See, something that that's why y'all gotta do y'all history on me. Y'all gotta go back and go in them archives and check out the videos and all that type of stuff to really, really get a hang on to who I am. Baby, when I say I'm bipolar, I'm bipolar for real. I'll never stay mad that long. I really wasn't even mad at you. I was being petty as hell. You caught me on a petty day. Sometimes that happens, y'all. Sometimes I might catch me on a petty day. Uh, like Cardi B say, you just gotta be careful with me. <laughs> shit. Yes, indeed. But I never stay mad about this Facebook shit. Now, if you fuck with my money or something like that, yeah, bro. They grudge scrunk. Scrunk grudge. Look at him. I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself. <laughs> 
Yes, indeed, honey. I think I need to get my size too. I'm looking at my um thing on here. I'm like this side too, cause oh baby, that thing missing for a cotton ball or something up in there. That thing is gone. Do you hear me? It's like a <laughs> like I'm like it's like uh uh-uh, uh. I kind of wanna. I think I'm gonna have to fill that in. You know, what I'm saying get this side two phone together. Why don't no black people got their side two, girl? You got no side two, girl? No. People I don't know what. I think it's something oh. in our DNA, honey, because I don't um, know too many black people with their side teeth. I, 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 it's okay. When I get some money, I'm going to fix that shit. Yo, okay. if y'all got some events coming up, soon as they allow, as soon as things cool down, uh, all 2021, y'all, baby. Oh, you you was on your green vibe. Let me tell you something. Call me Kenny. Don't you never forget the sayings. Y'all don't get too caught up in this um this podcasting and things. I love what I do, but don't y'all forget I sing. And like I said, when you got an event coming up, I'll pull up on your book kitty sayings at gmail.com. He said, I forgot what the topic was anyway. I don't know. You I just baby. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something about kitty. Kitty petty. I'm 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 petty like like y'all be taking that kitty that name kitty lightly as hell. I am just like a cat. I'm petty as hell. You'll be thinking everything good, and all of a sudden I just switch up. Sometimes it just happens. G, I'm working on myself. Pray for me. Okay. <laughs> and you know, to, I, tonight is our last episode of the year. Um, so this is our last locked and loaded episode of 2020. And so next year, I mean, I said next year, Lord have mercy, not next year, next year, 2021, (laughs) we got some big things popping. Um, If y'all have like topic ideas and things like that, definitely um, shoot that to us. Um, We may or may not talk about it. It just depends on what it is. Definitely make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube. I know Kitty has said it before. It's the same name, L-O-C-P-A-N-D-Loaded, L-O-A-D-E-D. Just make sure you subscribe and turn on your notification bell so you can watch it on YouTube. Also, you can watch on, I know some of you people don't like to look at people while um, you're listening to things. You could check us out on Anchor as well. You may just want to listen to it. Yeah, if you just want to listen or whatever. But we definitely appreciate all of you guys' support, um, especially the engagement, um, it helps us more than you really think for you guys to engage with us and, and show that love. So we definitely appreciate having you all and rocking with us. Um, we've been doing this for a couple months now. 
you know, it, it hadn't even been quite a year. And uh, I feel like there's a lot of big things ahead and we won't be able to do this without y'all. So thank you guys so much. Um, we are working on some other things and we got this. Um, we probably going to have we probably going to do an encore one of our really, really uh, popular shows that we got a lot of views on where people was chiming in on. So y'all could stick to that. You might see us popping up here and there sometimes you know, like in between shows and things like that. So don't get alarmed if you see us like on the day outside of Tuesday and we pop up on you. Um, mm -hmm. But again, thank y'all so much for rocking with us and staying down and supporting us because we definitely appreciate it. And we see y'all and I'm, I'm, I see that y'all see us. So thank y'all so much. Thank y'all. Keep supporting Kid Pink Radio. Uh, if you want, if you if you just want to listen to us, you don't want to see us on on Facebook. You don't want to come over here to Facebook. You don't want to go over there to YouTube. Shit, just make sure you tune. You go over there and subscribe to us on Anchor, or you can do Spotify. Just make sure you got on your notifications and stuff like that. Um, I pretty much post all the videos. I mean, not all the videos, all the episodes. Whether it's Locked and Loaded, Coffee with Kitty, whether it's a pop up podcast, I just be. You know, if you want to I'll listen over there, you can. I'll be posting. Man, I'm going to go. I ain't got time to play this. <laughs> Man, we love y'all. We want you to love yourselves. Happy holidays to everybody. High vibrations. Big old love. All that good stuff. We out.
What's up? It's your girl, Kitty Sings, a.k.a. Auntie Kitty, and you're locked and loaded with me and Big Sis D-Asia.